Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tung. The Creation, and I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And I'm delighted to welcome to the show today Donna Hutchinson. Donna is a psychic medium and we're going to have a very interesting discussion about what that means exactly and the work that Donna does and some examples from her experience. So Donna, welcome to the show. Hi, Peter. Well, I'm always interested early on in the show for our listeners to hear how people got involved in the particular area of spirituality and consciousness that they are involved in. So how did this all begin for you? Um, Well, how it started was that, well, I was raised Catholic. And um, many years ago, about almost 25 years ago, back in the um, late 80s, 1980s, what happened was is that um, as I was going to church, I kept hearing a message, a voice inside of me telling me to quit my job and that I had to um, be of service and to become a psychic so I can better serve people around the world and help people. And I was also told that from the beginning that I have to be humble and that I would always have to give back what is given to me and that as time went on, more and more gifts would be given to me and the gifts were me becoming better at becoming um, insightful to where I can see, hear, or feel. So So, so before you go on, just a a couple of uh, little uh, questions. So is this around 1987? Yes, exactly. So harmonic convergence, for for those listeners that don't know, uh, happened in August 17th, 1987. And it's been my experience that a lot of people who were due to do this work between then and the shift of the ages, which is we're right in now, which were 2012 and on, were being prepared for that time to begin their work to help other people wake up during this time. So that's the first point. And the second one, I want, I want to ask you how you felt hearing uh, this voice or this, this knowledge, this information, sitting inside a Catholic church. Um, well, in a way, it was when I look back at it now, it was kind of funny because I I knew since I was very little that there, I always felt like I was different because since I was like four or five, I used to see people, you know, in my room and I would always know things before they happened. So then when I was in church, um, as this voice was speaking inside of me, in my head, I would be humming making noises and the voice was still talking and I kept thinking okay I'm not going crazy and the voice kept talking to me um telling me about me quitting my job telling me about the future um telling me like certain things I'm not supposed to share with people that I will share later on and that the voice would say you need to follow in this and I'm going to show you things and then soon you'll see who I was so the first event that happened was is that in the 80s when we had that major um, airplane crash, I saw a vision of it prior to it happening, 
and I saw the little girl. And then when I saw this on TV, I said, wow, that was a that You know, that really uh, stirred something up inside of me. And I, for years, I wouldn't tell anybody that story because a part of me felt almost like I felt guilty. Like it was, you know, something I could have done to maybe prevent it. And um, so then about three months of hearing this voice talking to me, I woke up one day and I just said, you know what, I have to quit my job and I have to go pursue this and do this for a living, um, not knowing where my life would end up. What was that like for you at the beginning? It was very interesting because something inside of me was just saying go. I um, went to my job where I was at. I said, I'm giving you a two-week notice. Um, I have a revelation where I have to go back and work in the medical field to help people temporarily while I'm going to start a new career. And I told them what it was and You know, obviously, you know, they kind of laughed at me. And I said, that's okay, because I know I'm sent to do this. And then I went to my family, and I told my family. And what was funny is that when they looked at me and was, I can't believe you're going to do this, I said, you know what? The boy said you were going to say this to me, and I'm not crazy. (laughs) You know, and I said, I know I've seen too many events. And then when I said um, within a year, I said, this is where my, my career will be in a year from now. And what I said, it, it happened within that, that first year. Um, I went to my friends and I told them this. They all believed me because they said to me, you're not the type of person that, you know, is going to just make something up like this. And you always were intuitive in some way. And here I am years later. (laughs) It still takes uh, some courage to take that step, though, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So you mentioned the the voice, and subsequently, do you know who the voice is? St. Michael. Ah, and how did you know that? Because um, a couple months after I started, um, you know, working, doing some readings for people, I wanted to find a place you know, to where maybe I could go in there and read a little bit. Well, it ended up being um, an antique store. And when I went in there and I was going to sit down with the guy and we were going to discuss this, he said, here, let me move my St. Michael statue. And the voice inside of me said, see, I told you you would see who I was. And I never forgot that. (laughs) It's real. It's really interesting in my world right now because of the radio show and the work that I do and connect with a lot of people. There's clearly a gathering of, 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 of what I call the family of Michael taking place. There's obviously some energetic, and I do believe that um, Archangel Michael is overseeing us through this uh, transition. And interestingly enough, I'm going to be going on a sacred site, leading a sacred site tour to England and Scotland in September where we're going to be working with the Michael and Dragon energies because the idea that Michael slayed the dragon, this isn't true. Michael works very closely with the dragon energies of the planet. And so uh, we're going to be working with that and actually finishing the tour on Archangel Michael's Day, Michaelmas Day on September the 29th. So in terms of working with Michael, can you talk a bit about the relationship and what that's been like for you? Um, well, anytime I hear him you know, speaking, it's, it's, um, I can, I always know when it's him. It's a distinctive voice. It's always been the same since many years ago before I started. And I could, and whenever he says anything to me, I've always listened and I've always followed through. Same thing when I'm um, doing readings for other people. And, um, he's, like I said, he's guided me and, um, He's given me, I I wanted to say, almost like certain rules that I have to follow. So so there's a sort of process that you need to work with with him. Yes, absolutely. So when you said you had that uh, that vision of that 
um, accident, were you fully awake or was that in dream time? Um, now, you mean the one with the plane crash? Yeah, yeah. That one was in a dream state. I saw the whole thing happen. And, um, and when I woke up, I felt like I was there, but it didn't happen yet. Because one of my experiences when I was the school principal was exactly that, that certainly the, the so-called indigo children would have these precognitive dreams. And when the actual event happened, as you mentioned earlier, there's two aspects to it. There's one feeling of this awesome experience that I had. How could I possibly have seen that before it happened? And then this, this incredible weight of responsibility and guilt of saying, you know, what was I supposed to do? How was I supposed to help? And so you had those experiences as well. Yes, yes. And, and I also, you know, had them um, in a couple other instances, too. And it's like something I tell people, you can't fully explain it. It's this, um, like, deep feeling embedded, like in your soul, where you know, without a shadow of a doubt and when you say that you have you had the vision, um, one of the questions for those of us that don't have those visions that's hard to understand is what that is actually like, how detailed it is, the feelings as well as the vision that comes with it. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, well, when I would get visions, it's om- what I do. It's almost I, I feel as though I got a veil over my eyes because. Anytime I am tuning into a person, I don't look at them. I always am looking off in the distance up in the air. And as I'm doing this, I, I've noticed that my hands will start moving around in front of me. And I believe that that is my, you know, like some energy that I'm moving around. And then I start hearing, you know, like St. Michael talking to me. And then I start seeing... Um, like like uh, like a moving um, picture in front of me, and the clearer I see the picture, I've learned over the years that things happen quicker. Okay, so it gives you an indication of the timeline. Donna, yes. we're coming up to our first break, so we're going to take the break, but we're going to come back with this fascinating discussion, and I'm going to try and pin Donna down to really help our listeners understand what it's like because we all have this gift but most of us have closed it down for a variety of reasons and it's time to open it up and awaken our psychic awareness and by listening to what Donna's uh, saying we can all tune in and benefit from her expertise this is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Do you need directions to solve financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. 
If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. just want to remind you to go to my website, www.petertung.com, where you'll find all the information from my recent newsletters, landscape zodiac work that we're doing, and also all of the radio shows listed alphabetically and chronologically, so you can tune into any one of the shows. Um, and so just come and join us, www.myheartcenteredjourney.com, and our Ambassadors of Light uh, class which we hold every couple of weeks. And the nice thing about that class is it's up-to-date information upon the energetics that are happening in the world. And my word, things are happening and changing very quickly. And the first show back after my trip to Europe uh, will be on April the 4th, where I'll be talking about our adventures in England, Scotland, and France as we begin the scouting for our trip in September and looking at the ley lines and energy vortexes uh, that we know exist in the old country. I have with me today Donna Hutchinson. Donna is a psychic medium who works professionally in helping people in all sorts of different ways. And we're having a fascinating discussion about what it's like to be a psychic medium. And before the break, I was just pressing Donna to try and help us understand a little bit about how the psychic... uh, work works for her and how she becomes aware of the information to come in the in the future and she just indicated that the, the clearer the picture the more likely it was to happen fairly soon actually Donna I had a, a, a former student who had a, a dream and it didn't manifest into into reality for seven years and he sent me this very excited email because obviously he thought this dream wasn't a precognitive dream and then suddenly ba-boom it happened seven years later so, so let, let's continue the discussion around your awarenesses. So let's talk a little bit about the, the feelings that you also pick up around these circumstances when you see and hear things. When I sit there and I'm tuning in, because I can either be, you know, like with somebody that's not near me and they call me and, you know, we're, we're on the phone, or whether they're with me in person, um, to me it don't matter because if somebody's even with me, in person, I'll even ask them, if there's anybody that you want me to read in any way, just give me their name. And just by me just hearing, that's what I go off of. And feelings like um, if I start, you know, like feeling certain things and, and uh, then I start hearing and I start seeing, um, I, I always know how and what's coming up, and um, and when I was, you know, talking to you a little bit ago about the St. Michael, and I said about, um, you know, like me getting rewards, what, what happens is that I noticed certain times over these past 24 years, I will get complex cases. I, that's what I call them, like... Um, like somebody uh, came to me, and, and I remember she was a cu- you know a client of mine, and, and called me up and said, I fell and hit my head, and I fell down. What do I do? And I said, well, you should probably go to the doctor. And she said, no, I need you to intuitively tell me what you think. And I says, okay. I paused for a moment, and I says, you're going to have to go because you're going to end up staying in the hospital, but you're going to be okay. But there, it's going to be a process, uh, a lot of changes. Well, to make a long story short, um, she called me a week later and found out that um, she has a brain defect and she had to go in the hospital and have, have brain surgery. So was the brain defect to do with the fall or was it, was it already there? It was there. They, uh, they say that it was there since she was born. And um, she said that she, well, she felt that if she didn't listen to me, and, and uh, she, you know, don't know what would have happened, but she said that for me telling her that you need to go in, you know, there's something going on. And, and how I read her that way, she said that's the reason why she went in and they found it. And, um, you know, she's okay now. And, and it was kind of nice because her first visit after the brain surgery and rehab and everything was to come and see me. 
Wow, great. So there's a couple of points that come out of that. The first one is it's often the case that when we have an accident and we bang ourselves and we get knocked around and we, we get upset about it, that actually our body is telling us that there is something we need to know about that's at a deeper level that was already there. It wasn't the accident. It was, it's already been there and the accident was actually there to point it out to us. And the second thing is that w- when you are working as a, as a, a medium, you, you have to really get out of the way and allow the information to come to because it's not always the obvious thing, is it? No, because um, I hear the question all the time, how do you do this? How do you know? And I'll sit there and tell people, I said, you know, I, I'm learning as I go. Um, I didn't plan on doing this for a living. I said I was instructed that, you know, this is what I am placed to do and I'm going to do this till I can't do it anymore. And I, I always tell people that when you're trying to read or tune in is that you have to separate anything that's going on in your life whether it be that you're stressed out with money or, or relationships or anything. And what you have to do is, is almost like place yourself out of your body and then just kind of go with it and, um, you know, and, and just allow things to just flow, constantly flow, and not to allow interference. And that's, what, that's how I read. And, that, and that's one of the most significant aspects of being a medium. I know from my experience that almost inevitably there will be some filtering. And uh, so some psychics, for example, I've noticed are really good, but only about things that are negative because there's a belief in them that the world is a, is a negative place. So they don't bring through the wonderful stuff that they could. So you, you've got to really, really be good at stepping away and allowing the stuff to flow, don't you? Absolutely, absolutely, and um, and and you know I had um, tragedy, uh, you know, happen to me like in certain instances in the past, and I knew that I had to work that day, and I would stop and sit there and think, okay, um, you've been guided from Saint Michael from years ago to do this for a living, so you have to put aside what is going on in your life at this time to serve others and. That that's you know what I did. So when you're when you're walking around, just just being normal in the world, are you aware of these spirits that are around us? Uh, yes, and you know what? It's funny. I'm kind of laughing a little bit because I always tell everybody I think it's hard for me to be normal. <laughs> <laughs> so are you able to tune tune out or tune down those awarenesses when you when you don't want to be when you're in the shopping mall or something? I try to, but people who know me will see that all of a sudden I just start gazing in a different direction <laughs> and I start tuning it in and they'll say, oh, what are you tuning into? You go into your state, yeah. yeah. Yes, wow. all the time. So tell us a, a, a couple of examples of, of psychic investigations you've been involved in. Okay, well, um, what it is is that um, I, you know, I've always been fascinated with the spirit world and and uh, so what I did recently is that um, I joined a group. It's uh, Scientific Paranormal Investigations. It's in Michigan. And uh, I'm the psychic there. And um, I recently uh, went on um, an investigation. And when I do this, you know, I explain to them, I don't want to know or I don't want them to give me any kind of information uh, about uh, the home or the business or what's going on because I want to see if I can pick it up and see how accurate that I can be. And the home that uh, we just recently went into, you know, I I was extremely accurate on it. Um, I got the um, validation from the family, and um, and and it went very well. And what were the what were the circumstances that you were involved in in that? experience well it was uh regarding a little girl uh she was about eight years old and um there's this man in the house they just uh, moved in the house in august and uh she was uh scared uh because um you know part of this is is that with her health she's got ashburgers and um and so different things you know would happen in the house things would move around um and they wanted to know if it was a house to where they felt like it was safe so what I did was that um, before I, I, you know, got all this information, I tuned in and um, 
I knew it was a male that was there. I knew that there was a presence in the house. But what I think the family found that was interesting is that I explained to them what the daughter was doing, how she was reacting, and then I explained a little bit about her other siblings, what was going on, and uh, she validated all that. And um, I, I worked a little bit with the mom and, um, you know, told her what she needed to do to uh, help her daughter because her daughter was very intuitive. And the, the man that was in the house presumably was connected to the house from the past in some way? Yes, I firmly believe that, absolutely. And so is it appropriate then for you to invite him to leave the house now that uh, a new family's moved in? How did you, how did you resolve that? Uh, what it is is that um, I still need to go back to the home, but I was in contact you know, with the mother recently, and um, that, that's how I know that um, it helped the girl, uh, the daughter. Because, you know, she explained to me that um, when she went and had a talk with her daughter um, about the situation, that um, it's easing her mind. And I, you know, told the mom if she wants, I'll be more than happy to come and speak to the daughter, you know, myself. Because I understand what the daughter is going through because I grew up that way of seeing spirits. So, Donna, we're coming up to our second break, and when we return, we'll continue with this fascinating discussion. We're also going to talk about uh, crossing over, and obviously one of the main reasons people contact Donna is to find out about their loved ones who've passed. And so we'll get on to that topic eventually. We're also going to talk about uh, Donna being involved in helping solve some crimes. So lots of great stuff to come. Please stay with us. It's Peter Tong for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Are you looking for love in all the wrong places? Whether you're ready to start a new relationship or just improve the one you're in, tune into Seduce Smart with Jennifer V. Host Jennifer Victory will discuss fascinating ideas and topics about the realm of love, including everything you need to find that perfect man or woman of your dreams. It all starts with learning to love yourself before falling in love with someone else. Listen to Seduce Smart every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Start off your weekend with love. The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Voice America for giving me the opportunity to do these radio shows with wonderful experts in the area of spirituality and awakening consciousness. Uh, today we have Brad with us, the engineer who's doing the show, who also presents the e-cards, and my regular engineer Matt on, a, on our live shows. I want to thank Brandy, my producer, and uh, the whole team at Voice America for doing such a great job in supporting me on the show. And it was recently uh, revealed through the new statistical system that Voice America are working with that Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation is being listened to in 80 different countries around the world, which was a bit of a mind-blowing uh, realization for me. So I'm honored and humbled by uh, the listenership that we have for the show and also to the wonderful guests that we have. 
which includes Donna Hutchinson today. So, Donna, I'd love uh, to hear you talk a little bit about the work you've done in helping to solve criminal investigations. Um, well, um, how it started, um, and you know what, all these years since I started working, um, my work has been through word of mouth. And um, interesting enough, uh, two years ago is when I first came up with my website because everybody kept telling me that I need to reach more and more people. So um, how I started actually doing the investigation was people um, asking me about, you know, like missing people. And um, so what I do is the same thing when I'm reading somebody. I'll tell them, don't give me any information. Let me see if I pick up and that, you know, I'm going to be accurate. And um, some of the investigations, well, actually all the investigations that I work have been on target. Um, I know that um, one of them happened, you know, many years ago in Michigan, and the mother uh, came to me uh, from Texas. And uh, what happened was is that uh, I know that uh, her son was murdered, and uh, she said that, uh, you know, they're not going to, you know, find the person who did it. And I said, and I described the person, who it was, and... When I got done doing the reading and I said to her, I said, I know that you're very vulnerable and that I'm not trying to give you like like false hope, but I, I know that I know. Well, about a year later, the mom contacted me and she said, I just wanted to let you know that when you described the person to me and you and you described he was young and went on and on about it, she said they did catch the person and he ended up being convicted. So one of the things that, that I, I want you to mention around this, because uh, I've had this experience myself, when people go to a, um, a medium, they tend to really latch on to the information, the content of the information that you provide for them. But my experience has been that when you are in that situation with the person, there's a whole uh, energy vortex that comes up. So the solving of that crime um, may or may not have been deliberately linked to what you had told her, but there's a whole energetic that rises around it, which allows for connections to be made that weren't being made to bring the case to conclusion. Would, would you agree with that? Yes, totally. Yes. In fact, I had a <laughs> when I was the school principal, we had a, a major, major, major theft of a lot of uh, electronic equipment, and I was getting very. I was in charge of boarding at the time, and I was getting very frustrated that I wasn't getting anywhere with the investigation. So I contacted a very gifted psychic who's now not with us. She's passed on. And she said, Peter, I haven't got time. I'm going out. Just tell me the circumstances quickly. So I did. And she said, okay, I'm off. And she left. Didn't say a word. And that evening, the whole thing got resolved. There was a little shift and a little, and a little bit of information came to me. And that was all that was needed to solve the whole thing. Now, you could say that was a coincidence or you can say, wow, there's an energy input there that shifted the whole situation. That, that is true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, 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 so the other thing I just want to get you to talk about is the importance of getting feedback from people about readings that you've done. It, it, to me, it is very important for me to get the feedback uh, because – you know, I feel like um, all these years me doing this work, um, and it's, you know, for 22 years, it's always been word of mouth. And, um, you know, I, I work in different areas and, you know, with different uh, places I work at and, and done so many different things that what I do is that I always record the reading, no matter what it is about for the person. Um, because I obviously, I don't remember what I'm saying. And then it's good for them to look back on what I said and, and be able to follow through. And, um, but I, I get a lot of feedback from people about what I do. But the validation when, when you're, when you're really putting yourself out there, you're making yourself totally vulnerable by being given no information whatsoever, except perhaps a name or a person sitting in front of you. And then you offer all this information, some of which will seem a little bit weird and wacky and out there and doesn't fit the context. And then suddenly, at some point in the future, it all makes sense. So it's really important for you to know that, isn't it? 
Yes, yes, absolutely. And um, even, you know, like, you know how sometimes people, they get very excited and they want to sit there and start talking and ask me questions. I always say to them, I'm not trying to be rude. I said, just let me see what I pick up first. Because I always tell people, let me just hear you say your first name. And then I like to go on. I like to start from there. The other thing I've noticed is uh, sometimes the psychic is accurate and the person who they're reading for doesn't remember a particular connection or a particular person that's trying to communicate with them. So that must be frustrating sometimes. Oh, yes, because I'll have people leave and then they'll call back because I also a lot of times I do automatic writing. And uh, sometimes they'll take things and, you know, like the papers and stuff, and then they'll call me back and say, you know what, you were writing this name down, and I know you're talking about this name. And then after I left, it dawned on me who it was. Yeah, it's neat, isn't it? Because they're, they're expecting certain people to come through and, and not expecting you know, this. Have you, yeah. had any, have you had any strange sounds uh, or voices come through on the tape when you've been taping? Absolutely. I, I'm like one of these people where I like to analyze everything, and I am just like a skeptical person. So, and because I hear, I'd always sit there and ask myself, all right, is this my imagination? How do I know I'm actually hearing? So in the past, let's say over these past, you know, 24 years, there has probably been only about half a dozen people that have called me and said, you know what, Donna, I want you to know that I, it's not your imagination when you hear these voices because I've got them on tape. And I would say, what do you mean? Like one particular lady, she said, you know, as you're talking, you say you hear voices. Well, I can simultaneously hear this voice talking with you. And then when I um, when you brought up my son, the tape went dead. And then when you were talking, you could hear this voice talking ahead of you. And it was like you were you were actually repeating what the voice was saying. So I want you to always know that what you're doing is very true. So, so the actual uh, voice was, was she could recognize the words as being she, the same as yours? Uh, she, yes, totally. Wow. Yeah, and she said that her, when she played it for a family, she, they thought that where I was at, that I had it rigged up with some noise. And she said, that's impossible. Yeah. She had her mother with her and she said, my mom was right there. And, uh, and then it happened again. And like I said, a few other times. And I thought, Okay, I know that I'm accurately hearing this voice talking to me, and and when I hear it, I I listen to it. I bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's let's start talking a little bit about death and and loved ones who've passed over, because I know that's one of the main reasons people come to you. So what what would you like to say about about the process and about the spirit world? Um, that I wanted to say that um, you know, to let everybody know that. When we cross over to understand that we're all made up of energy and energy don't die and that um, anybody can, you know, um, you know, tune into the people that, you know, have passed over and that um, I am just able to always, you know, hear the loved ones speaking and even when um, a friend of mine died, I've always asked her that I want to know what it's like on the other side so I can sit there and explain it to people because um, you don't know unless, you know, you've actually experienced it. So when she did die, um, a couple days later, I would always, I always thought that, you know, we'd come in the form like how we are maybe, you know, transparent. So what happened was is that... Um, when she took her last breath, I saw this light blue mist come out through every opening of her body. And um, then I saw up in the air the silhouette of her face and attached to it, it looked like her hair being long, but I knew it was energy. And then like these little bubbles all around, you know, like in the air. And I actually had an artist draw me a picture of this. So I used this to show people this is what happens when you die. And wow. um, That's beautiful. And, yeah. then, and then what happens after that? What, what happened to her next? Well, what happened next was that um, she walked me down this hallway, and 
there was all these people sitting up against this white wall. And when I looked to my right, the it was never ending. And I saw her leaning up against this wall. And I remember it was with um, an elderly woman. And it was with a little boy. And the little boy looked like, you know, he might have been Mexican. And the lady looked like, um, you know, like from Europe. And I would walk up to her and I'd say, um, are you dead yet? And she'd say no like that. And I remember I walked away. I came back. And then she said these two names to me. And in the, it was, I was dreaming. I repeated it to myself. And I remember saying, you're not dreaming. Uh, she's coming to you, giving you these messages because that was one thing you always asked her to do when she did cross over to the other side, that this was something that she wanted to relay this message to you. So the next day was the day of her funeral. And I went up to her family and I said, I know you know what I do for a living and I'm, I don't like to be generic. I like to be very specific. So when I told her sister these two names, she even said to me, how do you know that? And I said, because she came to me last night and told me, she, she even said to me, my family don't even know uh, that, um, it, that uh, what those names were. And I said, and she said to me, she goes, she definitely came to you. Yeah. Well, well, we're up to our last break, Donna. So we'll continue with this great discussion after this break. This is the Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Are you feeling out of control? Are bad relationships, anger, depression, and lifestyle overwhelming you? You can choose to release the belief systems that have kept women stuck for years. Tune in to The Power of an Unstoppable Woman with Dr. Rose Backman as your host. Break free from the genetic beliefs that can cause sabotage. It's time to stand up for who you are and what you believe in no matter what. Listen every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Tune in to the Empowered Healer Show with Dr. Susan Allison. Our program will help you to heal yourself, support those around you, and enhance your work and your relationships. Healing can be physical, emotional, or spiritual, and it can be personal or collective for the healing of our planet. Dr. Allison and her guests will offer methods of healing that will go beyond your life and reach the lives of others. Tune in to the Empowered Healer Show, airing live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. I have with me today Donna Hutchinson, who is a psychic medium, who does extraordinary good work. And uh, Donna, I'd like to give you the opportunity to let our listeners know how they can connect with you or get a reading with you. What, what is your information? Uh, how they can contact me is either by calling me at 586-779-4449 or they can go to my website, which is www.donna, and it is Zakowski. It's Z as in zebra, A-K-O-N. 
S-K-Y.com. And when people do have a reading with you, just, just give us a sort of quick outline of what that's like, what, do they, what they do and what you do. Because obviously um, you work at a distance or in person. Oh, yes. Uh, what I do is that, um, you know, I immediately ask them if they want to have it recorded. Because um, what I recently got is an MP3 player and I can record the whole conversation. And then I, you know, send it to their email. Um, and when I read a person, I like to, as I said, go on first, see what I pick up. And then also, if they want me to read other people, I just need them to give me a name. Okay. And then like, I like to focus on now and then, you know, what I see for them, what's coming up in, in the future. Great. Well, thank you. And I wish you well with that. You're doing great work. And it's taken a lot of courage for you to get where you are. And uh, it's, it's wonderful. So congratulations. Thank you. So I'd love to carry, carry on talking about the spirit world a little bit. So once people have crossed over and have moved on from death and are now existing in this other world, do you know from your readings, your work, what that's like for them, what they're actually doing, what, what the energy is like? Well, when, you know, I've, I've read um, you know, numerous people that have crossed over to the other side. And a lot of times people always ask me, um, is somebody else with them? Are they with somebody else? And the interesting thing is that whenever I see somebody that's passed away and I see them close to them, I will, I will relay the message and, and tell them who it is. And then I, I would always say when they were living, you know, like on the earth plane, that they were close together. But if I always see them at a distance, I would always explain that they had, you know, like some issues and things like that going on this lifetime. I have been extremely accurate with that. And I do know that, you know, like when people do, you know, cross over to the other side, I, they don't take with them like the feelings, like we have feelings and we have thoughts. They don't have that. Just think of that uh, time standstill. You know, there, there's no uh, perception of, like I said, like time or, or any kind of thought. And the energy don't die. And uh, a lot of times uh, what happens is that, you know, they are connected with, you know, other people that they've known, um, you know, and they're with them a lot of times. I, I usually see a lot of times people like in groups. So they're like they're reconnecting with their soul family that may or may not have incarnated at the same time. Yeah. Yes, and you know, I um, do volunteer in hospice, and I do know that, you know, even watching that and, you know, like experiences dealing with people, that before a person is ready to cross over, they're always calm. They, you know, they're always calm, they're relaxed, and they know that they're going to go, and a lot of times you hear them starting to talk about people who they know that is that already has passed away, that they're there waiting for them. So, so what comfort uh, can you pass on to those people who are struggling having lost their close loved one? Um, to let everybody know that um, they're out of pain, um, that they are... Um, they're happy. They went through a transition. They're in a better place. Um, and that when it's time for, you know, us to cross over to the other side, that they will be there for you, you know, waiting, waiting to welcome you. Thank you. So I, I saw uh, you quote, quoting yourself, um, on, I think it was on your website. Uh, I'm a woman from the past placed here to help heal the world. I'd love you to speak a bit about that. Um, when I say a woman from the past, I mean from past life. Um, I'm not, you know, like, I feel like in a way that, you know, I'm not into technology or anything like that. And every time things change with the world, of course, I just sit there and I just go with the flow. That's what I always do. But um, I've always had this feeling since I was very, very small, that um, that I was placed here to help people in any capacity that I can. And, and it's interesting that I look at myself today and I sit there and I say, now I can see why I'm doing what I'm doing, you know, for a living. 
and um, I would not be uh, happy if I was not doing what I'm doing. And I want to reach as you know many people that I can across the world um, to help in any capacity. You know whether it be somebody's like missing and they you know maybe need some help or um, you know some kind of um, closure sometimes or or helping them know that uh, somebody that crossed over on the other side that, you know, that they made it safe. What is your sense of, of the world today? I know, I know you, you have a message of, of peace and hope for the future. So talk a bit about that on the bigger picture. Um, well, I do know that, you know, over the years that the planet is shifting. And what I mean that it's shifting is that um, – I know that um, more people are about, you know, peace and understanding. And, you know, everybody's becoming more awakened, I believe, about, like, healing and intuition and insight. Um, And what I do see, like, I I can uh, predict this. I mean, this is something that I just see just uh, a minute ago. I do believe that um, there is going to be um, another... um, I don't know if I want to say tsunami, uh, some type of like a big uh, water, um, but I think it's something that's going to be coming to Asia. I, I feel like around that area. Um, and when I do see um, world events, um, you know, I it, it, it you just, I just get stumped because you know these things cannot. Um, change and I believe that these things happen to us is it's almost like a wake up call yeah and there certainly is a major cleansing going on in the world in general but as you say it's it's an opportunity for more and more people to awaken and uh, really step into their true journey which is what you are doing so Donna we're actually at the end of the show and it's gone very very quickly and I've really really enjoyed having you on the show today and your authenticity comes through loud and clear. And I really appreciate your wisdom and expertise and your considerable ability. I know being a, a medium is a challenging job, and I really appreciate you for what you do. So thank you very much. Thank you, Peter. So I was just going to mention that last, if you didn't hear last week's show with Ellen Hayakawa, she was talking about the autistic children, the ADD, ADHD children that Donna alluded to in her example who have spiritual and psychic gifts. So if you didn't listen to last week's show, then please do tune in and listen to Ellen Hayakawa. Donna Hutchinson did a great job today. I'm really uh, very, very happy with today's show. Next week, my guest is Matt Kahn, who's been on the show before. I actually think he is probably uh, amongst the most enlightened people living on the planet and probably the most enlightened person I've met. And he'll be uh, talking about effortless freedom and the way that we can set ourselves free from all of the trials and tribulations of this life in this new age. And he'll be talking about living in the fifth dimension. So I really uh, hope you enjoyed today's show. Have a wonderful week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. We hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.